up and about. Two o'clock in the afternoon, New Zealand, midday in Australia. I don't know whether that song was played for me or Louis Brown, but I love it. Louis Brown, our former Kiwi, our rags trade, uh, what do we call you, entrepreneur, Louis Brown, in from Australia. G'day, Louis. Oh, I might have the wrong fader up. Have I got you now, Louis? Yeah, you there? Yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. What do you think We're of back. that We're tune? Back. What a tune that is. Oh, great tune, mate, great tune. But what's even better hearing your voice on a bloody Wednesday, Arvo, mate? I know, like a midweek treat, a midweek treat. It is, mate, it is, it is. When you sent me through the the email, um, rubbed the hands together, mate, knew I was getting back on track. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, what a, what, a, what a week of sports we've, we've got, um, especially heading into this weekend. Mate, um... Kiwi Samoa, we dusted them up after Australia didn't the week before. We put 50 on Samoa and gave away none. Australia beat them 38-12. A straight mathematician says it means it's going to be 24-0 to the Kiwis over the Kangaroos this weekend. What do you reckon? <laughs> I wish I wish rugby league worked that easy, mate. But um, unfortunately, when we put, whenever we play Australia, it's always 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 the toughest the toughest challenge. That's always our toughest challenge within within international footy and. You know, for me, I was successful. I've been fortunate enough to be a part of sides that actually got to beat some really, really good Australian teams. And, you know, those, those times that I got to uh, beat them, you know, we had to be fine-tuned on that that occasion and made, make sure our defence is intact and our, our completions are intact. And uh, I really think the the same goes this weekend for the Kiwis against, um, you know, the Kangaroos down in Melbourne. What's the big difference as a player? Like, hardly anyone gets to do this, playing you know, a, a finals NRL game and an international game for for your country. What What's the mental, physical difference? Well, I, I think, I think you, you know, you kind of grow up um, wanting to represent your country. So, you know, when, I, I guess, when you play finals NRL, um, you, you, it's either a group that you've you've been with for either a year or you've been with them for three years and you or you might have been at that club for five years so you know you've been through the thick and thin of it um, you know that's why it means so much to to win um, such a like a, I haven't won a grand final but I've been in one so it means so much to actually you know you go on this journey and then you you then you go on and then you get to go play with your country and it's like you get to play the best players around from your country and you get basically two weeks to prepare for it and you build a bond over those eight weeks of touring that's what ha- happens when i used to play so very very similar um obviously the international game is getting stronger it's a lot stronger now than when i was playing um you know you always had your top tier teams like england um australia and new zealand the kiwis um and then you know we'd have the odd four nations that would have either wales scotland papua new guinea and um you know when when i was playing the the the, the pacific pacific island teams weren't as strong uh, they were slowly starting to build so i actually got to play off jason tom Wallolo and the kiwis so mm-hmm. basically um the, the year that i retired he deflected to, to, to tonga and he basically has been the I believe the 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 sacrifice himself uh, the creator to go back to his roots and um, you know he's really been the spearhead for that and and it's great to see um, Samoa back in this international vibe and also to see Tonga over in, in England giving them a good run for their money and I thought they were pretty unlucky on the weekend Tonga I thought mm. they probably bit themselves um, their completion rates wasn't great but you know it's just it's just strengthening that game. Um, and I think this weekend is it's a great spectacle to have the Kiwis, um, you know, play the Kangaroos and and sort of test out like where we're at at the moment. And then 
you know, there's many a times that we, we as as I think we go back to the 2010 Four Nations. We uh we played the Kangaroos out at Eden Park, and um we absolutely got pumped by them uh, by about 30, 30 odd points. And then we had to go the week the week after and play them in Suncorp in the final, and we turned it completely around. Uh, we we and we ended up beating them right on the bell when um, I think it was Nathan Fien or or Lance or High scored the try. So, it's it's you know it's about adjustments and stuff like that. And um, you know I think the Kiwis will just be really really happy with the defence in the weekend. You know they really got off the line quick, uh, really led by you know it's it's no um, coincidence it was really led by James Fisher Harris and Moses Leota. You know that's that they're two players that are coming out of the Penrith system that have, have really hung their hat on their line speed and and really getting their defence right. So, you know, I really think that they led well. I thought our bench was great. I thought Nelson really came on and, and made an impact. But someone who really, really, like, not surprised me, but it was awesome to see him play so well was Kieran Foran. I, I was, was going to say him, eh? And a jersey he doesn't role. often yep. wear. Man, he no, and, and 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 the thing is, man, like Steph, you can see, he just doesn't want to give it up. You know, he doesn't want to give up the jumper, and that's what what it means to him, and that's what it's meant to to him his whole time. And um, you know, to go from to go from like spending a lot of time at six on the edges, and um, over your career, then you know, you're actually like having to pick up more work through the middle and tackle a lot more, which is a lot more physical in the body. So, you know, he's not shying away from that. He's looking in good nick. And, and just the way that he was bringing the boys onto the advantage line really helped out our hearts, I believe, especially with, you know, Dylan Brown and, and, and Jerome Hughes, a combination that really excites me. Tell me, you mentioned like when you're growing up as a kid, <clears throat> you always aspired to, to play for the Kiwis. Now, obviously, you've got to make the NRL to, to get on the on the stage to show the coaches and selectors you can perform at the international level. With your Australian rugby league mates, in their heart of hearts, is the pinnacle the Kangaroos or is the pinnacle Origin? Oh, sheesh, that, that's a hard one. Like, um, you know, it like over here, like in Australia, everyone's so territorial, if you know what I mean. Like mm. we probably saw that through lockdown with, with COVID. Like, you know, like over in Australia here, there's so many different states and everyone had their own different rules. It's like you could imagine like turning the South Island and the North Island into into different rules in that period. And, you know, imagine the North Island versus South Island in the game of league, like, you know, it gets quite it gets quite embedded in your in your blood and, and you're very protective about your state. You know, you're really you really get brought up through that system of playing under, you know, 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s to 18s to 20s with that New South Wales, Queensland. And I, I think it really, really means a lot to them to play for their state and, and, and like, you know, bleed blue and bleed maroon. And, and I think that that is the pinnacle because of the speed of the game. Um, you know, the, the, the state of origin, I, I guess with state of origin, the, the, the quality of the, the, the game has never deteriorated. It's always been the highest highest point of speed um you know very very tight games you know people playing on the big stage um and there's also people that are really defined about who who, if they're made for origin or not you don't really hear about players in in the international game really being defined as international players or not Mm. so i think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a different thing uh but at the end of the day like it is all one country and I, I do believe that now that international rugby league is getting so much stronger, um, that this is gonna be the pinnacle, the kangaroos. And uh, and you know, like you know, like what Tonga have gone on, you know, they've gone on this 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 um the six week tour to um to England and like, it'll be awesome if they can start bringing back stuff like that. You know, you know, we hear of stories of of the old Kiwis back in the day touring England for eight weeks. Um 
you know, hearing some of the older players speak about that, the bonds they built, um, you know, the f- relationships, the friendships they built, and and that and you know, playing those midweek games and that, you know, I think that's quite successful. So I, I think eventually over time um, with that Australian team, you know, especially with the way that you know Tonga, Samoa. Uh, and obviously the Kiwis are going at the moment. I think, you know, the, the Aussies hate to lose, mate. They just hate to lose. So, you know, that that's why they want to keep that the pinnacle. And, and uh, it's a challenge for the NRL too and, and International Rugby League to continue to grow the game, you know, globally. And that's a challenge that, that, that I've been facing for years and years. And, um, you know, so far so good. I, I believe it's really increased. And um, But State of Origin is a hard, hard, hard game, an arena to be in. And it's just a great spectacle to, to watch as well. I'm looking at the lineups for this weekend. Teams from named last night, and I'm trying to find where can we get one over the Australians. And uh, I think one of the things that highlighted to me uh, the props for Australia: uh, Jake Travojevic and Tommy Flegler. And on the bench, you've got uh, Lindsay Collins and Paddy Carrigan as forwards. Harry Grant, reserve hooker. Uh, Payne Haas is just a reserve. He's not even on the interchange. Man. If Payne Haas isn't available or isn't picked or isn't selected, that shows you this depth of the kangaroo side is off the hook. Yeah, the depth of it's great, especially in the forward pack, like you're saying, you know, like Liam Martin, 18th man, Tino uh, also rested, um, Payne Haas, you know, obviously rested. And, and you know, the, obviously um, that's that's the hard thing about having a three-team uh, three tournament is, you know, early on in the tournament you figure out who, who you're going to play the next week, which we know that this is a dress rehearsal probably for next week's game. Um, so, you know, like the likes of Nico Hines gets his, his, his chances, opportunity. Um, you know, Lindsay Collins, I think he, he's been had a great season. Patrick Carrigan. Um, you look across at the the, the Aussie team and it, it's stacked. You know, they're, they've, they've very, got a lot of depth. You know, the fullback role, you know, the the, the debate over here was whether James Tedesco had, had had actually earned the right to to go back and, and captain his country, but you know that, and then you 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 slip back to that, and then there's Ponga, and then there's Reese Walsh, and then Dylan Edwards, who we find on the wing. You know what I mean? So there's so much strength within this Kangaroos side. Um, but I'm just re- I'm actually really really looking forward to the battle of the halves. Um, you know Dylan Brown, um, you know Jerome Hughes up against Daly, and, and obviously Cam Munster. Um, Obviously, stuff went on during the year with Dylan, and he's put that behind him. And you know, he's growing, growing as a uh, a human, and, and growing into into more of a mature person. And and you know, obviously, Jerome Hughes and Cameron Munster, you know, obviously um, didn't get to combine this much year, this year with a lot of injuries. And Daly's come off a great season as well. Um, so I think that's a great battle through there. And then also just the outside backs. Um, you know, we, we we talk about how the Warriors really, really relied on their back five and also the Penrith Panthers really relied on their back five, um, how they come out of, um, you know, their their end of their try line. And I think the battle of the back five is amazing. Like, you know, obviously Chance is a hard worker, Ronaldo, and then obviously uh, Tomoko, he's had, a, he's had a great season, really earned his right to be in the Kiwis. And then obviously Joey Manu, um, one of the best athletes, um, gifted athletes in the whole of the game. But also... Um, Jermaine Osaka, I've got to go look, got to give a lot of credit to him. You know, he's um he's had a tough few years where he sort of was on the outer at the Broncos and he's really re- resurrected his career. Um, a good Christchurch boy really really resurrected his career at the Dolphins under the guidance of um, Wayne Bennett. So I'm actually looking forward to that battle, um, Steph. I think um it's going to be one there. Um, you know, the Ford battle. Um, 
you know, you look across um, James Fisher House, Moses there today, they go about their work every week. They hold, hold such a high standard of, of, of where their bars sit. And, you know, they're really the spearheads. And I'm so happy that James uh, Fisher Harris is the captain of, mm. our, of our Kiwis team. He was born to do that. I was, I was fortunate enough to be around him when he was coming through the grades at Penrith. He's a born leader and he doesn't say much, but he speaks with his actions. So I'm looking forward to that, that battle within the Fords as well. I loved his try, his first try for the Kiwis, the massive pukana that just lingered and stayed and the, he just really involved the crowd. Uh, one player I did want to talk to you about, and he's on the bench and I love his injection he's only 23 years old Leo Thompson he looks like a, a long term Kiwi yeah massive like great great leg speed very like quite a quite and compared to like uh, most props he's got quite a low centre of gravity um, you know not that, that you know not like the likes of you know someone like Lindsay Collins or you know someone that's a little bit taller but he really knows how to get between players and he's someone that you know if I was playing with him I'll be looking looking at you know, especially at hooker trying to get the quick plays play the balls off him because he's someone that's very robust, great leg speed, and knows how to work. You know, get in between players and find his front. So he's really really impressed me. He had a great season at the Knights, and um, you know we just keep breeding these young kids that are coming through, especially in the forwards. Even like Griffin Griff on on the bench, a good West Coast boy, mm. um, glow in and, the dark. He you know, is just a, a, exactly, <laughs> mate. Just a good to see that you know the grassroots of rugby league in, in New Zealand. You know the West Coast. You know someone someone like myself who's from the South Island, like and from Christchurch. You know you never forget the West Coasters. They you know they've had so many great Kiwis over the years, and um, he's another one to add to it. What would you like to see if, if, if the World uh, Rugby League body came to you and says, what, what should we do in the international? Because we never seem to f- quite find windows. Uh, we have uh, players on big contracts uh, need to have knee clean-out surgery as soon as the NRL's finished so they can be ready for next season and they pay their packets. What, what, what could happen to even enhance an already strengthening international calendar? Um, oh, that's a great question, Steph. That really, really is. Um, I think I think the pro- like the priority of wanting to play for your country first, most of all, mm-hmm. uh, making sure you get like a uh, maybe you know a um, couple months out. You gotta you gotta put your name forward. Um, you know, injuries aside, um, that you have to make clearance that you're gonna play, so you're not getting to you know naming the team and then all of a sudden he's deflected to Tonga. He's gone back to Samoa. So locking in players early. I think doing a World Cup down in New Zealand and Australia um, at that time of year because at that time of year up in England, it's it's cold, it's wet, it's hard to play good footy. It's it's hard to play entertaining footy to show you know, to showcase the, the the globe, whereas down here we're heading into those warmer months and, you know, where we see, you know, the likes of Tonga, the likes of Samoa, the likes of the Kangaroos, the Kiwis, even England, you know, they play expansive footy. So I think we start with, like, you know, injecting it down here. Um, but, yeah, it's a hard one. Um, trying to dig into, like, smaller teams um, and then probably coming up like a tier where, you know, like, you know, it's hard with World Cups. We've probably seen that in the Rugby World Cup too, where you know the the lower tier teams are just getting absolutely belted, and and you can't help but um, feel for them, and, and you can't help but feel that's like a dud game. But at the same time, it gives an opportunity for young kids to get the opportunity to to to, to get onto the international stage. Um, but I, I definitely think you know, looking at the climate um, and and kind of figuring out what kind of brand of footy you want to showcase to the globe because basically that's what the World Cup's about really. And if we're selling our game, we want it to be in like, you know, in good conditions so that we can play like a good brand of footy.
I know you're a proud former Kiwi international. Have you kept an eye at all on the Rugby World Cup, Louis? I I can I can crap quite proudly say mate I've got two I've got up two weeks in a row um, I'm not really an early riser um, but I've got I've got up two weeks in a row and um, I've watched the boys play and um, you're just really proud of 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 them and and you know like as as a sporting person you 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 have a lot of pressure um, but there's no more pressure than any team that I've come across in the All Blacks in, in my lifetime of sport and and you know everyone's been riding them off, and you know like you you see all these like Northern Hemisphere, uh, you know analysts, you know riding off them off the way that they play the game and all this kind of stuff. And you know to be honest with you, we've 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 actually flown under the radar. And um, you know I can't really name a World Cup that we've gone into where we haven't really been named favourites. Mm. Um, and it's just beautiful, mate. It's so nice. Um, I feel I, I really I'm really really proud of the boys and. You know, just the, the way that they have not let those those losses affect them. You know, losses losses and mistakes in life, and whether it's in life or it's in sport, you, you get so much growth out of them. And I really feel like losing to South Africa and then also losing to France two weeks in a row, you can't help but think that they were probably some of the best things for us. We 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 didn't go into the, the tournament peaking. We peaked as the tournament went on. And here we find ourselves against South Africa. We get our redemption. We get another shot at it. Um, we played some great footy against them at Mount Smart, Smart this year. Probably one of the best games of rugby I've seen our brand of, of, of rugby play. And I'm super excited for Sunday morning. Six o'clock start for you, Louis. Oh, I'll be up. I'll be I'll be up at five thirty, mate. Ready to go. Have some toast, maybe a bit of porridge. Get get get, get going, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you stir the frozen blueberries into the porridge? Nah, nah. Fresh, fresh, mate. I'm all fresh these days. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> fresh, fresh diet, yeah, fresh, fresh threads. That's what I like. Fresh. Earl's yeah. collection. Hey, yeah. Louis. Always yes, good to catch up, buddy. We'll we'll stay in touch. Cheers, Steph. Thanks, mate. There he is, Louis Brown, former uh, warrior, panther, seagull. But more importantly, a Kiwi. And the Kangaroos and the Kiwis, they do battle uh, this weekend as well. Big weekend of sport for our international oval ball coats. Right, she'll take a break. We'll come back shortly.